It's the CJ Cup at Shadow Creek. This is the putting green. Let's get to it. What's up, friend? It's your favorite betting bartender, Anzo. Welcome to DFS Tavern. And tonight, we are talking about the CJ Cup at Shadow Creek. Normally played at Nine Bridges in China, but of course, because of COVID and the tour just being on or at Las Vegas. Here we are at Shadow Creek, which the last time we saw was the match, the original match between Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. Of course, uh, with bent grass, greens, uh, trying to grow the rough there, but probably not going to be super crazy, but greens are protected with a little bit of water and obstacles. So let's jump to where we can get all the information for free, of course, on our website and go over some golfers that I like Five that I like right now on a Tuesday night. And we'll have our first new show on Wednesday afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern Time Live right here on YouTube to answer your questions. Let's jump to the info. Down below, you can see the link to all our information at DFS Tavern. Head to the website, click on the upper link bar, get to PGA information, and here you go. Here's our DraftKings contest. And below, the stat models, mine on top, David's down below. Now, we are using two sets of different information, so we're going to have a big difference in our models this week. Note that Dustin Johnson and Tony Finau are out due to COVID, so uh, they've been read out on your stat model click here on the upper right and it opens up the stat model for you right here but let's jump to the weather nothing to note really here other than thursday's gonna be a little bit windy there in the afternoon more so than the morning but still gonna be windy all day for everyone then it dies down a little bit on friday and then of course on saturday and sunday should make for a great weekend now this is a field of 78 no cut events so please note that your players are playing all four rounds unless they withdraw they probably won't they're in Vegas. You have some Asian Tour players here that made the cut because of what they usually get at China. And then we have some top-notch players here as well. And then the mix-in of all the players. Here we go. The 78, we start off with the 10K and above. Again, Dustin Johnson is out. When we look on the model, we're going to find the rankings. I'll have that in ranking order, not just the price order. And then the course layout. Now, this is a little bit tough to find at Shadow Creek. Par 72, 7,500 yards. Again, bent grass greens is what we're dealing with. A lot of Bermuda grass for the rough and fairways. Uh, you'll notice that a lot of the holes, you know, the par fours, a lot of them between 425, 470, somewhere in that range. The par threes, uh, three of them are over 200 yards. One, the 13th is at 257. And then the 17th is short at 154. And, of course, ends off with two out of the last three holes are par fives. Uh, 16 is over 600 yards, and 18 is just 529. So... I would say the 622, definitely not reachable. Again, uh, this is not going to be as low scoring as last week was, but the scores might be a little low. We can't really look at the past history here as far as the tournament goes because it was all at nine bridges in China. And so we used tournament history uh, when looking up. And I put very, very, very little into that just to have like no cut type of feel into it all. So here we are. We're dealing with five golfers at 10K and above. Uh, a lot of good solid choices here, but my number one player falls in this range. That is Justin Thomas at 10,800 on DK, 45 on Yahoo. Makes sense completely why Justin Thomas is on top. 
We can see that his recent form and his play here at this style of tournament has been pretty darn well. He's ranking first in stroke differential versus field average and strokes gain T to green. So that will do him well. He's eighth in my mixologist cocktail. Uh, second and birdie or better percentage. And again, this is using stats from last season. We'll switch over here very shortly to this year's stats. But this is last season because I wanted to have the most stats for everybody that I can get. Uh, as you can see, he's won this event twice uh, with a 36 in 2018. Coming off the 8th at the U.S. Open, so it's been a few weeks. But I mean, we know he's a top-notch player. Second at the Tour Championship. So he's been riding hot uh, since that BMW Championship 25th, which isn't all that bad. But for his caliber player, not great. Uh, something I wanted to look at, though, was go back to the end of the season before COVID. He didn't play in those two. So I looked at Han Classic and Ronald Palmer a little bit. Of course, he doesn't qualify there to look at for golfers in that range. But we look at other no-cut events, right? The Mexico WGC 6th. Um, did well at the Heritage, which we didn't think he was going to really play 8th. So he's... Running hot on courses I wanted to look at to give a feel for his games. I think he's very viable to win this tournament at 12-1, to 1, of course. Uh, not the shortest odds on the board. That would be Rom, but JT's got to be on your radar. So he's on mine, number one in my model. Let's go for it. In the 9K range, we're dealing with eight golfers here from Victor Hovland up to Patrick Cantlay. Now, Victor Hovland is ranking second in my model. I think that's a little stat model malfunction. Let's call it that. Uh, but he's a damn good player. But Daniel Berger, fifth in my mile, 9,342 on Yahoo. Probably won't play him on Yahoo too much, but 93 on DK seems like a good price. Again, uh, ranking fourth in differential versus field average and Berger, better percentage. Uh, didn't do well at the tournament in 2017. Of course, that was the first look for everybody, so we didn't know what to expect. Uh, not great form coming in. A 25th at the BMW Championship is like just better than halfway. Uh, 15th at the Tour Championship is not very good out of the 30 players there. The U.S. Open 34th wanted him to do a little bit better there. So it's like, why do I like Berger? Well, we look at how hot he was doing prior to that. And he can go off at any given time. He had four top threes or better in five, six tournaments, right? Northern Trust, FedEx, St. Jude, the RBC Heritage, won the Schwab, missed the Memorial, and a 13th of the PGA Championship. It's like, this guy's been on fire. And there I said, like before, I wanted to look at the Honda Classic Arnold Palmer-ish type of uh, range there. They did well at the Ar Honda Classic, uh, did well at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. These are those types of courses I want to look at when trying to figure out players to draft. And so Daniel Berger hits that spot for me. Going to definitely have him at 9,300. Uh, seems to score a lot of points. Uh, he should. I hope he does well here. I'm looking for a top five. If we can get it, he's that type of player that could. He could also lose a lot of placement for you, but... I say go for it, number five in my model. Down to the 8K range, I'm going to go with a safe play here. We're dealing with 10 golfers like we normally do, all the way from Matthew Fitzpatrick down to Paul Casey. Now, Paul Casey definitely caught my eye uh, this week, but it was Harris English, 10th uh, in my model, 8,638 on Yahoo. Now, another player that I probably won't touch on Yahoo, but I definitely will go on to DK at 8,600. I love players that were streaking and doing pretty well and then have a missed cut. And I love going back on them 
after that missed cut. And Harris English is that guy. Let's go to the strokes gain total here at the CJ Cup. And here we have Harris English averaging 5.66 strokes gain total on the field uh, since, where do I have it as, the Farmers. Uh, so basically last year, last real year uh, that I have up until now, uh, gained 13 and a quarter at US Open. So we knew that was kind of like blowing the, the lid off, right, pretty much. Um, but he has the ability to get up there. You can see the standard deviations plus five or minus five uh, there. He barely he missed a cut last week by he was off not not by the on the number, but he was another stroke behind two strokes back, so four under. I mean, was that all that bad? No, it wasn't, but it just wasn't good enough to make the cut. So I love a guy that people are probably going to jump off that said, oh, he screwed me so much last week and he was higher priced. Uh, I'm going to go back on him because I like him here to bounce back, to have the ability to gain like four or five strokes on the field uh, is what I'm kind of looking at. So can we get a top 20 out of Harris Singles? Yes, I believe we can. Uh, and that's what I want. And I want him to get those points. And again, you're playing all four rounds, so he'll get them. Uh, it's going to be real tight in this type of event with who you can go with. You're going to have to take some chances. And we'll take some chances down below. Trust me when I get there. But here's something someone I definitely want to keep an eye on as far as being in the field. Down in the 7K range, we're dealing with 16 golfers. And that starts with Brendan Todd and goes all the way down to Jason Kokrak, Never Draft. So... I had a lot of names I like here. There's a lot of guys that are doing well right now. Sebastian Munoz is like blowing the lid off off of everybody. Joaquin Neiman seems to have found his form back at 7,500. But I want to go with a pretty safe play, someone that might be overlooked. And no, I'm not talking about Ian Poulter, although that's a guy that always gets overlooked. I'm talking about Russell Henley, 7,100 and min price on Yahoo. Definitely a Yahoo play, 19th in my model. Not ranking out well in birdie or better percentage. Almost one of the last in the field, that 21 flat you know, for for that uh, percent. But in my mixologist cocktail mix, he's second. So he's got that chance to score, and he's just not doing it. And when will it turn back on? And some people say never, but, it, well, it turned back on at the Wyndham Championship at Northern Trust, and he kind of fell off at the BMW Championship a little bit, but not the worst. And then last week at the Shriners, 27th, I mean, wasn't great, wasn't bad. Could have done better, but again, at a tournament where minus seven was the cut or whatever, minus six under was the cut. I mean, it's crazy. So I, I went back and looked at the Honda Classic again. He was eighth at the Honda Classic. Now, the missed cut, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, a little bit bothersome. I will agree uh, there, a little bothersome. But the eighth at the Honda Classic with all the water and everything seems like legit Something I would look at to have Russell Henley maybe have a, a decent outing here. Uh, 33rd in 2017 is a what I really care about. I want to see him do better. He might be a little out of his league, but again, this is a guy that I'm going to take a chance on a little bit more uh, when I get down this range. Again, Sebastian Munoz is probably going to be like the highest owned along with uh, Joaquin Neiman down in that range. In the 6K range, that leaves us with 39 golfers. I'm doing math correctly. I know JT Poston got added on and so did someone else, but um, here's where I think a lot of the ownership is going to gravitate towards the top to Cam Smith, to Ryan Palmer, Kevin Na, Adam Long. These are all players that I like. I mean, I made a great call with Ryan Palmer last week to be someone that's going to probably be overlooked, should have been so low-priced. I believe he was 7400 last week, so he even dropped a little bit lower at 6700 uh, but made the cut and was someone that we needed. Uh, so I'm going to take a chance this week on Cam Champ at 
6,400 and 2,799. Now, Yahoo, probably not much, uh, but on DK, 6,400 seems like a good play. Uh, he is in hot garbage form, right? He has missed his last two cuts, did horrible at the Tour Championship, did horrible at the BMW, did horrible at the Northern Trust, missed a cut on the number. What has happened to him since the PGA Championship where he ended up 10th? Uh, 25th at the FedEx St. Jude WGC, 12th at the Rocket Mortgage. I mean, what is going on with Cam Champ? Uh, he's just playing so badly, but if there's anybody that can bounce back and kind of figure out his game, maybe it's him. And that's a guy I won't have a ton of exposure on, but someone I like to kind of bounce back and be like very surprising in this type of field, this type of event. Because someone in the 6K range is going to pop, um, again, everybody's going to go to Long, Palmer, Smith, Nah, Hadwin. Like, those are the popular plays. I know it. So we'll see what happens there. I definitely do like some of those other plays. I'm going to dive a little deeper into some other plays, though, on Wednesday afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern. So join in on Wednesday afternoon. I'll go over some of those Asian tour guys. That's what I found out more information and some more form on them. And I'll answer your questions here on YouTube but that's the CJ Cup at Shadow Creek. We have some big tournaments coming up after this as well. The Zozo is going to be out in California. So we got a lot going on. The golf never stops. And, of course, we'll have our NASCAR up as well. But as always, best of luck not only in your DFS, but, of course, everything else in life. Keep dancing to that music. Cheers. Cheers.